Greetings and welcome to season two, episode five of the Harmonious Living Podcast with your host, Naima. And on today's episode, we're talking about embracing the expert that is you. So if you've listened to any of my recent episodes, you may have noticed a theme, especially if you heard the episode entitled, What's Your Superpower? And so as we continue to expound on all of the greatness that is you, I want you to think about what are you an expert at? Do you even give yourself that title? Stay tuned. This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness. There's no time like the present to improve your health. Check out our 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program. Contact us at 619-752-0462 or find us on the web at HarmonicSoulWellness.com. Welcome to another episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast. So as I said in the introduction, if you have been paying any attention to this podcast, you may have noticed that I'm on a mission. I have had a recurring theme because I'm on a mission to get you to embrace your greatness. I'm on a mission to get you to love yourself and to hold yourself in high regard the way that you do others. And so I recently talked about what's your superpower. And I had another episode in my first season where I talked about what's your kryptonite. And if you haven't heard that episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to both of them. Nonetheless, you know, the word expert is something that is often thrown around pretty freely. And as I was preparing to record this episode, I thought, you know, it would actually be helpful and useful to see what the dictionary has to say about what an expert is. I think we all have some ideas in our mind and and even you might have some people come to mind that you're picturing as you think about experts. So the first definition is using the word as a noun, and it means a person who has a comprehensive and authoritative knowledge of or skill in a particular area. And so some similar words or some synonyms might be specialist, authority, pundit, oracle, resource person, adept, maestro, virtuoso, master, professional, genius, wizard, connoisseur, aficionado, savant, ace, ninja, pro, whiz, hotshot, 
old hand, Cracker Jack. So the list can go on and on, but what comes up for you when you think about those descriptions? So as an adjective, it means having or involving authoritative knowledge. And so some synonyms are skillful, adept, accomplished, talented, brilliant, magnificent, marvelous, wonderful, outstanding, excellent, elite, able, capable, experienced, practiced, knowledgeable, adroit, mean, out of this world. And those last two kind of crack me up because I know that I've heard that expression before, you know, that person plays a mean violin or that person, you know, uh, <laughs> like in the song, Tommy, the deaf, dumb and blind kid sure plays a mean pinball, the who? Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> um, when I think about those descriptions out of this world, you know, it makes you think of someone that's a cut above, right? Somebody who, especially when you think about a masterful or someone who is adroit at a certain thing. But as you can see, if you listen to those lists of synonyms, is that they're actually varying degrees in there. And there are probably some things that maybe you might not have associated with expertise, but can still um, encompass that. So for example, specialist or authority, you might not have thought of those as um, words that mean expertise necessarily, but still do convey a certain degree of respect and still do convey a certain degree of credibility. And so as I thought about this episode, what came up for me was that recently I've been updating my bios and on my Instagram and in other places and just really thinking about all that I've learned over the years, all I've studied over the years. And I have had a reluctance to call myself a plant-based nutrition expert, even though I have over 25 years of studying nutrition. And so I'm not certified, but certification doesn't necessarily mean that you're not expert at something. And you know, as I think about giving myself credit, I think that probably at, since we're reflections of each other, there are probably some areas that if I'm having this issue, you probably are too. Um, and so as I was thinking about how to describe my background, I had to really just kind of think about the fact that, well, yeah, um, 
I've put time in. I've made a deliberate, conscious, concerted effort to inform myself about nutrition and specifically plant-based nutrition. And so I've done the work. I've done the practical application in my own life, in the lives of my family members. I've seen what works. And oftentimes people come to me for advice and I share advice with people um, and can give guidance and suggestions when people ask me, um, usually without much difficulty. You know, if someone asks me, let's say, um, you know, a good protein source, that's something that I've studied over the years. I can name several things in, you know, rapid succession. I can name several uh, sources of vitamin C and et cetera, et cetera. So as I think about it, it just comes back to this idea of um, a humility and a modesty that many of us carry that may not be serving us. And so when we come back, we're going to take a short break. And after the break, we're going to talk about, well, how does someone even become an expert? What does that look like in practice? So stay tuned. This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness. There's no time like the present to improve your health. Check out our 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program. Contact us at 619-752-0462 or find us on the web at HarmonicSoulWellness.com. And welcome back. So before the break... We talked about several uh, synonyms that tie to the idea of expertise. And as you were listening to those synonyms, did you pick up on those nuances? What came up for you as you thought about each description? So I was, as I was preparing for this episode, I thought about the fact that expertise is acquired over a period of time. And so I did a quick Google search and just to see what was out there about experts. And I came across an interesting article on a website called verywellmind.com. And it was exploring Malcolm Gladwell's theory about 10,000 hours that he talks about in his book called Outliers. And so if you're not familiar with it, in his theory, Malcolm Gladwell says that if a person puts in 10,000 hours of practice, then they can become an expert in nearly any field. And so in this article, they're 
um, exploring whether or not that's accurate or, you know, whether that's what they call pop psychology or what have you. And it was very interesting because the one thing that they did agree on was that it does take time to develop expertise and it also takes some concentrated, deliberate practice and effort and attention to become an expert at something. And so as I was thinking about myself and my previous endeavors, whether in my career or my personal life, and was thinking about areas that I have definitely done that. I've definitely put some time in. I've definitely used a great deal of my mental energy to learn about certain things or to know how to do certain things. And so I thought about how I think that part of my hesitancy about calling myself an expert is because of the fact that sometimes people are labeled experts and they really haven't put in the work or had the longevity to demonstrate that level of acclaim. And one thing that comes up oftentimes, especially when it comes to putting yourself in front of people is imposter syndrome. You know, the idea that people are going to find out that you're not really who you say you are or that you don't really have all the answers or, you know, what have you, who are you to do this? And the thing about it is that, yes, sometimes people are given this title and given this acclaim and as Alison Bird calls it, we're in a culture of average. And so sometimes people or, you know, um, efforts that are mediocre are sometimes called genius. And, you know, that's something that, um, this may offend some people, <laughs> but sometimes people are given titles without having earned them. There, I said that, okay? So now that that's out there, what we're talking about here though is when we don't give ourselves the credit where credit is due. And so today I want you to answer the question and to think about what have you made it your business to know or do? Where have you put in time and effort? You know, a lot of people spend many, many hours on a job 
and myself included, <laughs> become quite good at doing certain things and may even reach a level of expertise. And, but one of the things that comes along with expertise is recognizing that you don't have to have 100% of the answers that someone might have. And I can think about where in part of my career where I've done trainings for managers and supervisors. And one of the things that just head game stuff that I'm sure you can probably relate to if you've ever done this, and especially if you've done public speaking before, is the concern of well, what if somebody asked me a question that I don't know the answer to? And sometimes we don't want to put ourselves out there for fear that someone is going to ask us something that we don't know. And then, oh no, we're exposed. You're not an, actually an, an expert after all, because you didn't know the answer to one question, which is completely ludicrous and ignores the fact that you may have delivered whatever it is that you're presenting in an adept intelligent, eloquent way, but this idea that you might not know one thing and all of a sudden that your whole, uh, that your whole body of knowledge is moot. Isn't, is that crazy or what? <laughs> but that is one of those things that can cause us to not put ourselves out there, to not show up boldly, to play small because of the fact that we don't want to be embarrassed or to feel like we don't know everything. And guess what? We're not supposed to know everything. We are in process, we are learning. And when you teach, you learn. And so as I think about, you know, stretching and moving beyond your com comfort zone, that's one of the elements that the article discusses about becoming an expert and what it takes to become an expert, that concentrated, goal-directed, deliberate practice that stretches your abilities, that that's what you should pursue if you want to gain expertise. And yes, some of gaining expertise may put you outside of your comfort zone, but not necessarily. But what is required is a willingness to learn. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about being the expert in your own life. So stay tuned. 
This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness. There's no time like the present to improve your health. Check out our 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program. Contact us at 619-752-0462 or find us on the web at HarmonicSoulWellness.com. And welcome back. So before the break, we were talking about that some of the elements involved in becoming an expert are time, deliberate practice, challenging yourself to learn, to do better, to acquire new knowledge and skills. And we talked about the fear of making errors and the fear of being exposed and that the biggest experts are those who are ready and willing to recognize, acknowledge, and learn from their errors. So taking all of this into account and thinking about your own life, it stands to reason then that if you have put time in or since you have put time in because you have been having this experience in your life, that you are the expert in your own life. Nobody else knows your assignment but you. So people might have suggestions and advice and they may want to tell you what they think you should do, quote unquote, should do. And people may have their own agendas and perceptions and things that they project onto us. However, you, I, we all have an inner knowing that has the last word. That inner knowing is our inner expert. That inner knowing has the answers to every single challenge that you'll face in your life. Some might call your intuition, but it's the God within. It's that inner self with a capital S. The one that is observing the eternal part of you. That part of you knows what is best for you. And so, as you think about all of the words that I used in this episode to describe an expert, I think it's safe to say that all of those are applicable (laughs) 
to your inner expert. Let's review authority, master, genius, pro, brilliant, marvelous, magnificent, wonderful, excellent, able, capable, knowledgeable, I would think all of those things apply to that inner part of you that has been with you all along. And I certainly think that it's worth spending time focusing on and getting to know that part of yourself even better because of all of the good that comes along with that. And claiming your inner expert, surely you've spent at least 10,000 hours thinking about yourself, thinking about your life. Surely you are the expert that you've been looking for. So I want to encourage you today to embrace that part of yourself and to know that while we certainly can benefit sometimes from input from others and bouncing ideas off of others and sharing with others. Again, your inner expert has the answers, knows your assignment, and it has the last word. Thank you for listening. Wow. So first of all, before we wrap up the episode, I need to make a correction. The song that I was referencing from the movie Tommy is actually called Pinball Wizard. So the movie is called Tommy, not the song. So now that that's out of the way, I just want to leave you with some takeaways. Number one, There's a level of vulnerability in putting yourself out and in claiming yourself as an expert or even having other people call you an expert. Sometimes we don't want to embrace that title. But at the end of the day, you know your stuff. And when you know you know your stuff, there's nothing wrong with claiming that title. Number two, you have put time in. There are some things, just like I talked about in the superpower episode, there are some things that you're just a rock star at, and you should embrace that. 
because those are some qualities that make you who you are. And number three, you can still call yourself an expert and not have 100% of the answers to the questions that someone might have. You can be an expert and not know 100% of the area that you are an expert in. It is a process and we are all learning and growing. So I do wanna also leave you with this. Expertise can also be innate, meaning that you're born with it. So there are some parts of you that are related to your gifts that you have the ability to hone and to shine that light into the world in a way that only you can. And so I encourage you today to reflect on that and to embrace the inner expert that is you, to remember that you know you best and that only your inner expert should have the final word, especially when it comes to matters of significance in your life. So I want to thank you so much for taking time to listen to this episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast. I know that you have many, many options when it comes to your podcasts. And so I thank you for taking time to listen to this one. I would so appreciate it if you would share this podcast, subscribe if you haven't already, text it to your family, friends, and loved ones, share it on your social media channels. You can even tag me or um, post about this podcast on your Instagram. And if you tag me, I'm at Nayama underscore sings. I will give you a shout out. So again, thank you so much for listening. And as always, have a beautiful and blessed day. Peace and love. Thank you.